Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. You are watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. As of today, we are going to now be calling this the almost daily news and crypto updates. I am here almost every day and I explain crypto and Web3 while keeping you up to date on all the latest. Today's news stories and updates are all about Binance rumor about buying 100,000 Bitcoins turns out to be the exact opposite. I'll clear that up. And I have more dates about the Celsius collapse. If you have money on Celsius or on Voyager, you want to hear this. Also, I'm going to wrap the whole thing up with uh, just kind of an overview of how what's going to take and how long it's going to take to get out of this crisis. All right. What does all this mean? Not to worry. I'll explain it all. But first, if you like or don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below. If you're listening on podcast, please give me five stars and follow me. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash that subscribe button, ring the bell. It helps support the channel and it doesn't cost you anything. Just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. You can use the links below to do your own research. All right. Happy Father's Day to all the daddies and daddy figures out there. Uh, Happy Juneteenth Day to all. I I spent some time outside today. As you can see, I'm on the roof of the building. And um, if you just here, let me do this. If you kind of look right over there, right there, there's a Washington Monument. So I can see a lot of DC from here. So that's pretty cool. Hopefully you can't find where I live, but it's not like I got anything for you to steal anyway. All right. So um, I hope everyone out is outside enjoying the holiday. Okay. So today's news, it's not super uplifting, but it is important stuff that you need to know. A number of news sources reported on this story. The story was that Binance had, had bought a hundred thousand Bitcoin. Unfortunately, this was an inaccurate reporting on the part of the original journalists. And then other people took the story and ran. Uh, someone reported that Binance bought a hundred thousand in Bitcoin. This was in, in, this would indicate a massive vote of confidence by the world's largest crypto exchange in the world. This is great news, right? Wrong. All right, so let's check out the tweet from CZ. He's the founder and CEO of Binance. So I'm just going to share my screen. If you're listening on podcast, please use the link below to follow along. All right, here we go. Let me just move some stuff around so I can... There we go. Make my picture a little bit bigger. All right. So let's see, where are we? Okay, so CZ underscore Binance is the handle of the founder and CEO of the world's largest crypto exchange called Binance. Um, He writes here, another wrong article. When hashtag Binance cold wallet increases, it means more users deposited to Binance. This journalist doesn't seem to understand the concept of cold wallets for exchanges. Breaking, Binance buys the dip, adds 101,266 Bitcoin. Well, if you click on the link to the article, it'll take you to this article. And this is author Tanvi Singh. So it looks like they've already corrected it. So I'm just going to read what they've written here. Corrects to reflect the Bitcoin did not, sorry, corrects to reflect the Binance did not buy more Bitcoin, but the users deposited more tokens into the exchange's cold wallet. You might be like, Robert, if this is not, like, I didn't hear about this, so, and it's wrong, so why is this important? Well, thank you for asking that question, okay? So, so 
It says the balance of Binance's cold wallet rose by about 101,266 Bitcoin on Sunday, reflecting an increased deposit by users onto the exchange. The move comes amid increased selling pressure on Bitcoin as the world's largest cryptocurrency slumped to the lowest level since late of 2020. And it says right here, the increase in Bitcoin Binance's Bitcoin wallet balance reflects more tokens being moved onto exchanges, possibly to be sold. So one of the factors that we look at when we're thinking about the price of, uh, of, of any of our crypto is how much, how much of it is on the exchanges because that, that is liquid supply that can be easily sold or exchanged. If it's pulled off of the exchanges, it's being held in wallets and wallets have, there's a little bit more friction and a little higher cost usually to sell and exchange through your wallets on like a decentralized exchange. So this is actually the exact opposite of giving us confidence. All right. And that's why it's important. It says the wallet is holding around 353,863 Bitcoin tokens that make up $7 billion. And it says that's nearly 2%. Well, 353,000 versus the 100,000 that was deposited, that's almost a third. So a third of all of that Bitcoin a third of 2% could be sold. That could create more selling. That could create a further drop in price. What do you think about that? I think that this is a terrible piece of news, not a great piece of news. All right. So let me know your thoughts, comment below and moving on. All right. Let me just figure out how to get the hell out of this. All right, here we go. I have discussed the Celsius collapse last week a bunch. So let's review. And if you wanna know more, check out the link in the, this article in the description below. Um, authors Hannah Lang, Caroline Maddell, and Elizabeth Halcroft, Halcroft Croft, sorry, report for Reuters. How crypto lender Celsius stumbled on risky bank-like investments. All right, so I'm just gonna read a little bit from here. Uh, Celsius Network, the retail crypto lending platform whose liquidity problems have sent cryptocurrencies plunging. So first it was the Terra Luna crash, now this. All right. This stumbled upon complex investments in the wholesale digital asset market in what analysts say was akin to a traditional bank run. Citing extreme market conditions, New Jersey-based Celsius this week froze withdrawals and transfers between accounts to stabilize liquidity. In a video on Friday, the company's finance chief said Celsius, along with the industry, had seen... Uh-oh, what did I do? Shit. Sorry. Uh-oh, fuck. Oh, sorry. I just clicked something, and I don't know what the hell just happened. Is this it? All right, yes. Okay, so I'm back. All right, so in a, sorry about that, technical difficulty, it happens. All right, so in a video on Friday, the company's chief finance chief, finance chief said Celsius, along with the industry, had seen redemptions rise along the class of cryptocurrency Terra USD. So Terra started all this mess. Similar to a bank, Celsius gathers crypto deposits from retail customers and invests them in the equivalent of the wholesale crypto market, including decentralized finance or DeFi, sites that use blockchain technology to offer services from loans to insurance outside the traditional finance network. 
Unlike banks, Celsius promises retail customers huge returns, sometimes as much as 18.6% annually. The lure of big profits has led individual investors to pour assets into Celsius and platforms like it. So uh, Celsius appears, uh, yeah. Okay, so that's that. So Celsius was using the collateral people posted to get an over-collateralized loan. Uh, so you're like, hey, I, I, I put up $20,000 worth of Bitcoin and I get $4,000 in do uh, $4,000 in return. And they holding $20,000 of Bitcoin. That way, if Bitcoin price goes down, then I, they don't, they're not just going to be like, oh, your the valuation is lower. So then you got to like, it gives you a buffer basically. And um, so why would you do this? That's really what's important because you can get some of the value out of your Bitcoin or your or other crypto this way without selling it and incurring taxes. So if you have $20,000 of Bitcoin, but you only paid 10,000 for it, which is probably unlikely right now, but this, but before when it was up to $60,000, $50,000, there's a lot of people that bought in like $20,000, $30,000. So they made all this profit. They don't want to pay taxes on this profit. So they put the crypto into an over collateralized loan. They say, oh, look, here's $20,000 of Bitcoin. I just need $4,000. And that way you can get your money without paying taxes. Like tax, it's tax free money. It's tax. It's th think of it like if they charge you 2% tax or sorry, 2% interest, it's basically like paying 2% taxes instead of paying whatever your tax rate is, you know, based on blah, 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 wherever you live. Anyway, so that's why you would do it. So Celsius was using this collateral that's supposed to be safe and putting it in other crypto protocols to make money on it, which makes sense. They got to make their money too. Like this article says, this is not dissimilar to a traditional finance bank issue. They use your deposits to give out loans. The difference is that money in a bank comes with insurance and guarantees. So Celsius, whose CEO was going around bragging about they are anti-bank and super conservative. Uh, well, sounds kind of like full of shit. Well, we don't know what exactly happened and really won't until the hotshot lawyers they just hired get done with figuring out what to do. Citigroup was also called in to help them out. I recommend you read the rest of this article if you need more info. Now, if you have money on Celsius Exchange and it's under ten dollars to $25,000, and it depends on the state you live in and the U.S., you want to hear this, okay? This is really interesting. So this is not like legal advice, all right? I just want to share this. This is a tweet from Joshua Bro Browder. So who the hell is Joshua Browder? Well, Joshua Browder is the CEO of Do Not Pay which they call themselves the Robin Hood of the internet, not to be confused with Robin Hood Exchange or Robin Hood Financial Services. So what the hell is do not pay? So let's go over here. The world's first robot lawyer helping millions of consumers solve the problem. So he's giving out legal advice. This is his legal advice, I guess. All right, so I'm just gonna read through this and explain. If you have under $10,000, $25,000 with Celsius Network or any crypto exchange that has frozen your funds because they're not the only ones, here's a step-by-step -step guide on how to get your money back ahead of everyone else using the law. Step one, as of right now, these exchanges have not filed for bankruptcy protection. Therefore, they are subject to small claims court judgments. Small claim court cases typically take one to two months. As long as this drags on longer than that, this strategy will work. Number two, to file a small claims lawsuit, the first step is to send a demand letter. Demand letter should say how much you are owed, why you think you are owed the money. And for Celsius specifically, you should mail it return receipt requested so you can say prove that they got it 
and here's the address. After 10 days, when they inevitably do not respond because they're so busy, they probably won't have time to respond, you can file a small claims court lawsuit in your local jurisdiction, and you can use their website to find all this information. Can And the links are below. It can handle the demand letter. Okay, so they're offering to handle the demand letter for you, or you can go to a local website. Uh, for example, here is San Francisco, San Francisco Superior Court.org, flash division, slash blah, blah, blah. Um, now, many lawyers will hate on me if to say this. It's in their terms of service. They can freeze the funds. But if Celsius Network does not respond, you win by default. So you're hoping that they're too caught up to deal with all these small claims, uh, small claims coming in. So if they don't respond and you get and you follow the lawsuit, it says they are so busy, they aren't going to send an executive to Denver, for example, just for your case. So basically, they're not going to show up. A judge might still feel sorry for you based on the facts, even if they do show up. After you win your case with a judgment, surely they don't have the money, right? How can you actually get paid? Well, when then you have a court judgment. You can go to every bank, every office, even their website domain, and collect your judgment with a collection order. You can force every bank that holds their money to send you what you're owed. So basically how I understand this is if you get the small claims in before they file bankruptcy, then they have to settle with you before their investors who are first in line. But if you're just a customer and you've deposited money, then you're probably last in line. So you can get ahead of their investors in a bankruptcy filing. Although Citigroup has been pulled in and these hotshot lawyers, they might just be doing a reorganization, writing some things down as losses. I don't know. Um, but this is interesting. I just wanted to share. What do you think? Are you going to leave that? Are you going to use this? Uh, please leave a comment below and moving on. Okay, so attention Voyager Digital customers. The crypto exchange Voyager Digital has has a history with Celsius. So let's see where that is. Author Adam Eckert reports for Benzinga exclusive. Voyager Digital says, CEO says customer assets are safe amid crypto collapse. So I'm gonna read a few paragraphs here. Cryptocurrency lending platform Celsius announced Monday that it was pausing withdrawals. So we just got through talking about Celsius and how much of a disaster they are. And if you have money there, how to one person's way, way of getting your money back. Um, and this is, it's, it's spilling over into the crypto markets. Voyager Digital previously held a partnership with Celsius, which sparked fear among Voyager Digital users. Yours truly, I have Voyager Digital, so this is also a big deal to me. But CEO Steve Ehrlich reassured customers Monday during an interview on Benzinga Live. Our customer, our partnership with Celsius ended a while ago, so our customer assets are safe and we're processing everything as normal. Ehrlich told Benziga the company's relationship with Celsius dissipated over the last few months. Voyager doesn't have any customer assets at Celsius. And then he goes on to say how transparent they are, et cetera, et cetera. I'll be keeping an eye on this, obviously, because I got a personal investment. Uh, but I think that that's good stuff. Um, what do you think about this? This is uh, something positive. Um, but I don't know, you know, it's, it's hard to say because I'm just trusting the word based on this article and what he said. So I got to do some more digging. I'll keep you posted if I find out that this is not accurate. All right, let me know what you think. Leave a comment below, moving on. All right, author Emily Nicole reports for Bloomberg. Bankman Freed's Alameda, oops, sorry you go. Bankman Freed's Alameda lends $485 million to crypto's Voyager. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> Terms include credit lines of $200 million and $15,000 $15, Bitcoin. 
Voyager seeks to safeguard customer assets in the current market. So what is this all about? Um, I would like to hear your thoughts and your comments. Uh, I just kind of read through this and I was like, well, why are they doing this? Uh, they don't have exposure to Celsius, but they obviously have some sort of concern for worry. So they're getting out ahead, out ahead of this. And Sam Bankman-Fried, for those of you who don't know, is the CEO, founder and CEO of FTX, which is a very respected and big, large crypto exchange. And they have Alameda, which is the investment arm. And it says they're, they're saying that this also helps them secure a relationship with this group. So there's like an intertwining of all of these market uh, current exchanges happening, uh, which may be a good thing in terms of liquidity, as well as sharing information. I see a market maker coming in who's going to help with sell these trades that can route trades through. So you don't have to worry about liquidity issues on individual exchanges. So Crypto, it says here, the crypto sector is going through one of its most painful weeks on record. As token prices crash, the company struggled to stay above water. Crypto lenders Celsius Network and Babel Finance both suspended customer withdrawals as liquidity disappeared from the market, while hedge fund Three Arrows Capital is battling to secure additional financing. So, and a number of firms also announced plans to lay off staff, including Coinbase Global, Gemini, and BlockFi which I am customers of all of those. So this is very scary times. What do you think? And I am going to keep um, moving on here. So that's the news for today. Let me just do this real quick. So that's the news. I just wanna wrap a few things up on price. I said a couple of months ago that I did not think Bitcoin would go below 24,000. Well, I was wrong. I definitely didn't see the Terra Luna crash that wiped out $56 billion from people, nor the subsequent selling of 80,000 Bitcoin that Luna did. This fear and selling pressure never saw it coming. Now we have Celsius, one of the largest crypto holding hedge funds. Sorry. Now we have Celsius and one of the largest crypto holding hedge funds looking like they will go under. I never saw that coming either. Both of these occurrences happen because of experimental technology, gullibility, and greed. Celsius offering high yields captured our greed and gullibility. Terra Luna stablecoin, Terra UST was algorithmic. This is experimental tech. The Anchor Protocol offered 20% yield on Luna coins. This again got to our greed and gullibility. Unfortunately, people had to lose money for the industry and market to learn. Algorithmic stable coins, maybe they are no good. Definitely will need a premium to buy them and use them again. Why would I ever buy algorithmic stable coin again? I never have and never will. Now I did try to buy some after it collapsed and that backfired. I thought it might come back, dumb thoughts, but hey, that was more of a gamble and I only did a little bit of money. And I also learned a little bit. So crypto is still shaking up the bad apples. Market participants, investors, regulators, and businesses should learn to be more vigilant and critical of the projects they invest in. Chasing yields in which you do not know where they come from is a risk that everyone needs to understand and probably avoid. So crypto should emerge from the stronger. The crash and subsequent bear market will force the greedy and weaker projects to fail. This means that anything other than projects with long track records, the continuation of fundraising, low leverage, and they help build the infrastructure or tool or service for people. These are the only projects and coins that have a chance to make it in the next bull market, or I should say a chance to make it through the bear market and 
to the next bull market. This is because when these projects start losing money and there's no real value seen in them, then they start selling their tokens to raise money for their operations and that drives the price way down. And eventually the, the developers give up or they run out of money and have to just call it quits. Now there is a micro environment that we cannot ignore. Inflation is on the rise and out of control. The Fed is risking breaking the economy into recession to stop inflation. China's ridiculous zero COVID policy causes crazy supply chain issues. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has caused more supply chain and energy issues. This all exacerbates inflation, which then mo moves the Fed, which as mentioned before, runs the risk of breaking the economy. This creates fear. Fear creates selling pressure. And let's not forget Putin could surprise the world and do something that creates more problems. For example, you use a dirty bomb, chemical weapons, or bomb a NATO member, even if on accident. This would cause more fear because it would probably cause more conflict and the West might have to step in. This would create more selling pressure. China taking Taiwan will also create more fear and selling pressure and maybe another natural disaster or another black swan event. None of this takes into consideration the regulation and legislation battles that crypto still needs to endure in the US and around the globe. So do you have the stomach for crypto? If this sounds impossible, it's because there is a lot for crypto to win in order to see the adoption and the rise of prices needed to permanently plant itself in our economy's daily lives, hearts, and minds. This could take a while, six months, 12 months, 18 months, two years, five years. Yeah, maybe to all of it. I believe and I will hodl on. What will you do? Please leave a comment below. Let me know your thoughts. I love hearing from you. Have a great day. Happy Juneteenth Day. Hot along.